Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 880 of the 167 Podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church, as always with my good friend, Josh Harrell, our media pastor. Hello, sir. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going very well. Summer is upon us. I'm a little sunburned at the yeah, moment. Me too. Yeah. Got a little sunburned? Yeah. yeah. We we took the girls to Wild Adventures on Sunday. Wild Ventures is yeah. what Mallory used to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, I remember Drew taking Mallory all the time. They went a lot. They just upped their um, passes, so they'll go They'll mm-hmm. go on some Fridays and Saturdays. So yeah. I'm like, y'all have a good time. <laughs> So, but y'all went. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it crowded? Yes. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, that was Memorial Day weekend. Did, have you seen any movies lately, by chance? Yeah. So on Friday night, I went and saw Top Gun. Oh, we went. Oh, hang on. Which? Oh, yeah, we went at. No, we went Saturday. Yeah, we went Saturday. We went Friday at seven. We went Saturday at seven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the GTX. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it was really good. Like those planes, like, yeah. I was kind of expecting, um, I don't know, I I, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. No. Yeah. But I I guess Tom Cruise was right when he held it for two years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it was ready to go. In 2020. Right. Well, no, its original release date was 2019. Uh Uh-huh. And then they pushed it back to 2020 because he wasn't happy with the cut that he saw with the fighter scene so he mm-hmm. had he had to re he did reshoots wow at like eleven thought eleven thousand dollars an hour per plane <laughs> well i think they're getting their money's back their money back their yeah money, it's supposed to be worth. the biggest box office open of tom cruise's career wow that's yeah. pretty that's and pretty that insane. says a lot yeah 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 so it was good it was good yeah. so here we are doing our movie movie critic things, but yeah, I mean it was it was nostalgic. It was there were some good like nods to there were some just like outright blatant like oh you yeah, know. The but whole then there op- were some little things yeah. that you were like oh okay like I'm pretty sure I was talking to someone about this on uh, yesterday I can't remember now, um, but I'm pretty sure that the house that of the girlfriend uh-huh, Penny or, yeah I'm pretty sure that was the house uh, that the flight instructor lived in Charlie. 30-something years ago. Yeah. I'd have to look at it again, because yeah. I thought that originally. Yeah. I was like, well, it's probably the same neighborhood. Yeah, so, anyway. Um, but it was a good movie. Yeah. It was really good. If you haven't gone and seen it, go see it. It's probably the best non-superhero movie I've seen in probably five years. That says a lot for the superhero guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. Like, it's it, a good movie. It started with the Danger Zone, mm-hmm. and then it, it didn't let up until the end. Yeah, next movie I want to see, total total gear shift, is Downton Abbey. <laughs> oh, see, so, nope, nope, nope. Oh, yeah, so, I'm totally into that. I'll, that's one I'm going to go see by myself. Buzz so. Lightyear comes out this week, I think. <clears throat> yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like nope. with the Chris Evans' Buzz mm-hmm. Lightyear? Nope. And then the week after that is Jurassic Park. Okay, now that one, yeah, I want to see that too. Yeah. Michael Crichton's re- ridiculous. I mean, he's the one that wrote the books yeah. initially, so just, yeah. The the amount of sight, <laughs> you got to really... A Michael Crichton book, you got to get past the first couple chapters. Michael Crichton is, um, he is with science as Tom Clancy is with military mm-hmm. in regard to how they yeah. do their writing. Because you really got to get past all the science stuff for uh-huh. like re- the plot to really develop. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was reading Jurassic Park 
in high school and was like, this is supposed to be really good. Why am I just bored? Yeah. And then talked to my teachers, like, skip the first two chapters. Well, when you think about it, and I know this, people are like, all right, whatever we can. But if, when you, th- I mean, to me, this is like really interesting. When you think about Michael Crichton in regards to Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. really, it all comes back to this one premise, which is what if a mosquito got trapped in the amber and it solidified and you were able to pull the, the DNA of a, dinosaur out of that mm-hmm. mosquito yeah and recreate which is what they did and it's just like oh you know like that it all kind of hinges on that yeah which is pretty interesting so. and it, since they've written that they've actually found that a couple times i think yeah i don't know yeah, i, I think have so. no idea so yeah. all right so let's you want to start talking <clears throat> about jesus i mean sure okay i got a joke for you okay excellent what did jesus do when the disciples walked through the house and tracked in dirt um, I, I don't know what. Jesus swept. <laughs> oh, what kind of car did the um, uh, disciples drive? I don't know. An Accord, because they all went <laughs> in one Accord. <laughs> Honda Accord. Oh, there we go. All right, we just lost our all three of our all listeners, right, and we're out. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't a live show. Eighty episodes. And we can, like, is watch a good it. Run. <laughs> The other day, Mallory goes, are you going to stop at 167? I was like, I don't think so. I don't yeah. plan on it. Mm-hmm. So, so um, excuse me. Um, we just finished up our uh, our series, uh, our playlist series, yep. where we were looking at hymns and songs and those things on Sundays and um, finished it up. And, of course, uh, it, well, of course, I say of course, but if you were here Sunday or if you listened to the message since then, um, you may know that. I made a um, change, a decision change, mm-hmm. um, the week, a couple days before, um, after the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, just felt like I needed to change it, which I did. Um, and so I encourage you to go and listen uh, to that. It's the, the May 29th uh, message uh, in our podcast or um, YouTube. Um but what I thought I would do today... It's actually called Playlist Week 5. Oh, yes. Uh, the Problem of Evil. Yes. Okay, there you go. The Problem of Evil. Um, so today I thought we would... Um, I would share the, the, the scripture and the focus that I was going to share um, in the message on, on that Sunday. Uh, but instead we, we went in a different direction and talked about the problem of evil and the song... Um, Broken vessels slash amazing grace, how they kind of combine mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So, so I thought we would do that um, and go through that. And um, you know, I was I was reading over it again this morning, and I was thinking about it, Josh. Um, that in some ways, it's it's very closely connected to what we talked about Sunday in regards to that you can't talk about evil really without talking about free will, right? And um, then when you get into that. You know, if you want some hope, then the only hope to, um, you know, the choices that we make in this life that humanity makes mm-hmm. um, is the grace of God through right, Jesus right, Christ. Right. And so that's kind of where we, we headed um, was towards that. And the initial original message was about mercy. Um, but I got to be honest with you, and this just, I mean, I'm, I'm just a human being like the rest of you. 
I just felt like it was going to be really hard to talk about mercy a few days after a guy went into a school and did what he did. And yeah. I'm, I'm not saying a whole lot because, you know, I don't know who else, how people are listening when they're listening. So, but um, I was just like, I don't know. I can't talk about mercy, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which actually it's almost like, well, then maybe you should talk about mercy. Shannon. <laughs> which is why we're doing it now. It is. It is. And, you know, I can't, I can't, you know fathom um with my mind like what um these families are dealing with Mm -hmm. um but i know that it has an effect on so many people that you don't even realize i mean it has like this really like visceral like response from a lot of people i mean i sat in a in a board meeting on tuesday evening no excuse me thursday evening and it happened on on Tuesday. tuesday Um, so I sat in a board meeting on Thursday evening and I opened up in prayer and just prayed for, for them. And several people were just weeping. I mean, and it wasn't like, you know, not because it was just so raw. Now, one of those persons or two of them actually are in education. So that was, you know, very hits you right home. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have, we have friends and people who are part of our church that are in law enforcement and, Mm -hmm. you know, you talk to them and just. I mean, it hits in a way where how how we want to respond is just um, it's painful, 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 and angry. And and I'm I'm not faulting that. Um, I think we should be. We have every um, reason to be angry towards evil. Yeah. You know. I, now, how we respond in that anger is really where where we can get ourselves into trouble, and we can yeah. end up right right next to the one who perpetrated whatever we were angry about. Yeah, and, we, and we talked about that in our podcast about righteous anger. Mm-hmm. We sure so, did. So that would actually be a really good one to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to look up the number right now while you're talking. Okay, so, well, so the the um, the message, the song that we were, were going to look at initially was the song by a group, which some of you may not have heard of, um, but it's a group called People and Songs, and they're awesome. Um, episode 67. Episode 67 is the episode on righteous anger, mm-hmm. uh, so we talk about that. So that's definitely a good one to go and uh, listen to again. Um, yeah, so I was going to talk about the song um, What Mercy Did for Me mm-hmm. uh, by the group People and Songs. Really good group. If you like kind of kind of a folky country you know soulful vibe um they come to valdosta from time to time really Mm -hmm. i did not know that yeah they play uh zoe city when they come to town really Mm -hmm. well man i need to go next time they're here because they are amazing yeah they come to town at least once a year really Mm -hmm. huh so they're on my uh yeah they're they're just a really good song so the song is called what mercy did for me and I knew this was one of those songs, Josh, that even before we decided to uh, resurrect the playlist series, because we had done it right before COVID, we had started it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just knew that this was one of those songs that was that was going to find a way into a message at some point, um, yeah. whether we did a playlist series or not, because um, it's just so like scripturally sound, of course, but it's just very powerful, and it's this fantastic uh, thing to declare as far as what God's mercy has done for mm-hmm. 
me. And so it's this this song, What Mercy Did For Me, and the song I did a few weeks before that called Child of Love. Um, I have this Sunday morning drive to church playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really only about seven songs, and they are like my like favoritest, best, like worship, sing at the top of your lungs, turn it up loud. Like Stairway and, to and Heaven? these are on them. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven, but, but, but worship song. <laughs> so, and actually... I, you know, I, I, I kind of like Zeppelin, but Stairway to Heaven kind of gets on my nerves after a while. It does. I don't know why. I don't, I don't like it either. I, it just fit. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted, I wanted to read to you all, and uh, again, knowing that initially my notes were for a Sunday morning message versus, uh, versus podcast, but I do want to read these. But I encourage you to go and listen. Um, I, if we, if we're able to put, we can't. can't, Okay. Uh, yeah. But if you go to, you you can go to YouTube and listen to it. Uh, people in songs, the song is titled what mercy did for me, or you can listen to it. However you listen to your music. So, but the song starts out and it says, I was hopeless. I knew I was lost, which that, that resonates, Mm -hmm. you know, with, it should with all of us. But, um, you know, I think for, Myself and I know a lot of other people that came to faith at a later point in our life. This, it really resonates. Uh, I was hopeless. I knew I was lost. And death and darkness were my only songs. Oof. I needed someone to come rescue me. And mercy heard my plea. Um, And then it just kicks into like the, I don't know if it's called the chorus. I'm really bad at those terms. But Oh my goodness, it's so good. Y'all have to listen to the song. Okay, you're missing out. This podcast will not be complete unless you listen to the song. Actually, I encourage you to pause the podcast right now and go and listen to the song. What Mercy Did For Me, and then come back. Um, All right, so ready? Everybody go. All right, now. And you're back. And you're back. Welcome back. Um, So the next part of the song, this is the part you just listened to because it's really good. And it says, and Lord, so they said, mercy heard my plea. And Lord, you found me, you healed me, you called me from the grave, you gave me your real love. I thank you, Jesus. You washed my sins away, and now I'm living. I got forgiven. That's, you know, that's one of those song things that sounds different when you sing it. Um, You came to set me free, and that's what your mercy did for me. I mean, it is such a powerful song. Have you heard it, Josh? Uh, maybe once. It's so good. It's so good. So good. So good. Um, so mercy, mercy is is the the focus. Um, you know, I was thinking about this that mercy, in a lot of ways, Josh, I, and this is just my interpretation of it, but like mercy is kind of like money, mm-hmm. in that we really love to receive it, but it can be really difficult to give it away. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, give mm-hmm. me the mo- money. Yeah. You're going to give me money? Great. Oh, you want me to give you money? No. Oh, you know, mercy? Oh, you're going to give me mercy? Wonderful. Oh, you want me to give you mercy? Eh, I don't know. You know, and, so. And would that be why preaching on mercy <laughs> yeah, would have been so difficult yeah, Sunday? It would. Because of the giving it out? Yeah. Yeah. And um, even, even though, like, and I know, like, this is a challenge to me, like, right now, like, spiritually, uh, you know, pastorally, like shouldn't, you know, but I knew also that the Lord had an, a new message to give. Yeah. So it wasn't no, like, uh, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. I just didn't, I just couldn't. But, and, I, and, and the reason I, I, I asked that is because some people don't understand that one of the biggest things about mercy <coughs> is even though we receive it, we're also called to give it. 
yeah and give it to people that mm-hmm. have wronged us and that's why yeah. and that's why in that phase of point and what what people are feeling right now would make it really hard to even approach that subject with something being so raw at that time frame. Mm-hmm. that's right yeah so, there's no doubt about it yeah, so like you if it had been next week yeah mercy probably would have been that like let's say justin was preaching this sunday this past sunday and then you still had this song up mercy probably it would have been on the that would have probably been the message that God would wanted you to give mm-hmm. at that at that time. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, and, and you know, I just kind of worked that way. But you know, I was thinking about, and I don't know exactly where it is. Um, I'm trying to look for it, but um, and I believe it's actually one of the parables, which we're about to shift gears into the parables series. Yeah. But it's it's the um, it's the parable of when. Um, the man is shown mercy. Uh, he's a, he, he, he owed a debt and he begged for, um, you know, leniency, mercy, and he was given it. The merciful servant. And then he turns right around yeah. and is like, it's either, you owe me money, yeah, yeah. Like, give it up. Yeah. So I'm trying to look for it right I think now, it, but I think it might be called the unmerciful servant. And then, yeah. Is that, is that it? I think so. Yeah. I've, I've read them all. You, <laughs> recently, why is that, Joshua? Uh, I don't know. You're just, not, not going to say why. Just prepping for the. Yeah, you got. You have permission. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's always like, I don't know if I should tell the things. Yeah. Well, so on July third, you, I will actually be preaching that Sunday. Yeah. So I'm really excited, and I've started prepping for one sermon. Like six weeks out. Well, you know what? That's the way you do it. That's the right way to do that. That's what Kristen did a few weeks ago when she, um, when she uh, did the message. And um, I remember in the early. I mean, and I'm always working ahead, also, but mm-hmm. not just on one. Yeah. But yeah, I remember the early days of of uh, doing message prep. That yeah, that, and that's the, you know that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So which parable are you doing again? I'm doing the. Talents or the five bags of gold, whichever, yeah. whichever version you read calls it. Yeah. If maybe if we promote that we're giving out five bags of gold, <laughs> people then people will show. show up. Yeah. yeah, and that Lee Greenwood's gonna be our special musical guest that day. Oh, proud to be. You know, America. I I joke with Justin about it, <laughs> about doing like patriotic stuff. Yeah, in God church. and country. Yeah, but it makes it makes my skin crawl probably just as much as it does his like yeah. i can't stand when that stuff is like tied it like christianity is so tied in with americanism mm-hmm. it just bugs me to the core yeah well now listen i will say as much as i, I just kind of made fun of that song i love that oh song. it's a fantastic song. i my, i will cry in the car i will cry to lee greenwood's i'm proud to be an american yeah i will i will and some people are going i can't believe you said that shannon i don't care but like i do think they're like there's a place for that, and I don't think that church is the place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I we're not am, here to worship the country. You know, I am totally proud to be an American, and mm-hmm. I say the Pledge of Allegiance anytime mm-hmm. I'm at a point where it's offered. It's not offered every day anymore because I'm not in school. <laughs> but we should start doing it in the office. No. Okay. Well, but but <laughs> I I do it all. I do it. My Amer like. I have people that served in the military, and I'm super proud mm-hmm. of those family members mm-hmm. and everything that they sacrificed. And yep. and I have um, American flag belt buckles and stuff. I'm, <coughs> I come from South Georgia. I have an American flag belt buckle. I mean, you know, you know. But for for me, church and the American flag don't coexist. Yeah. In the same place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I, I'm totally with you on that for sure. I think that's just, gosh, maybe we need to, maybe that should, we should pause July. that conversation. That's and, the July 4th, the week of July 4th I need to add podcast. that to my list of topics for podcasts. We'll bring Justin and, in on yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. Um, so Matthew 18 is that parable mm-hmm. of the, and it's called the unmerciful servant. Yeah. So good job. Um, but there's the part where, um, so I want to pick it up here. Oh, he said, so Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with the servants. And he began the settlement and one who owed him 10,000 bags of gold. That's See, there you lot. go. I was brought to him and he wasn't able to pay. I'm kind of doing a little cursory overlook here. Uh, the servant fell on his knees and said, please be patient with me. I'll pay everything back. Um, he was given the, the servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt and let him go. So didn't even say I'm giving you more time canceled the debt yeah and what bank has done that for yeah, you lately? right um and so then that servant went out he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins so tons of money a little bit of money so like nickels basically he grabbed him and began to choke him pay back what you owe me he demanded um his fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him be patient with me i'll pay it back but he refused he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt, which is always, to me, just an oxymoron. Like, I'm going to throw you in jail until you can pay the debt, which means it becomes someone else's debt, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so when the master heard about this, he called the servant in, called him a wicked, wicked servant. He said, I canceled all your debt because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And then... You know, he got handed over to the jailers too. And then the, he ended the, um, this parable with, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart, unless you show them mercy. Mm. So, um, mm, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty brutal when you think about it like that. So, um, so back to our notes. So we're here talking about mercy. Um, and I was saying it's, you know, it is, it's kind of like money. Yeah. Like we want to receive it, but we don't want to give it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will surely have our hands open to receive it. Um, but then we tend to clench our fists and hold on tight to that. And I want you all to kind of keep that visual in your mind uh, as we kind of walk through this conversation this morning in this episode about that tight fist clench on, on these things. Because... Um, I think that's something that, that we tend to do. Uh, and, um, you know, I just, yeah. So, all right, here's a, here's a verse I want to share with you out of Ephesians chapter two. Um, it says this, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. So you see the the, the grace and mercy, you know, mm-hmm. very, they're, they're, they're first cousins. I mean, they're right there with each other. God is so rich in mercy, right? Yes and amen to that. Um, you know, thank you, Lord. We want to receive your mercy. We Without it, we are toast. We're, you know, we need God's mercy, right? Um and so really, I think the, the, the better focus is not on, uh, I mean, we could spend the whole time talking about how much we need God's mercy. I mean, yeah, we yeah. just do. But I think in regard to us living out mm-hmm. you know, our faith, then we really need to consider how we're doing at that giving 
how we're doing it, showing that G- mercy. Yeah, giving yeah. mercy and showing. Yeah, that, yeah. that, you know, like Matthew 18, unmerciful. It just, it mm-hmm. says it in the name. Like, mm-hmm. don't you want to be known as that guy? No. Right? <laughs> oh, are you the merciful? No, you're the unmerciful one. Okay, you didn't show it or have it. So, um, now I'm going to, this is where I'm sure there, there's, I'll be interested in your take on this, Josh, because, um, I think about like how, how people respond to things and, and you might, you might read it differently, but what I see, um, so how are we doing at giving and showing mercy? Because in our culture, it doesn't seem very big at all on giving mercy. Mm-hmm. Would you, I mean, yeah, you agree I, with that? Yeah. Okay. And so what I see is, and I don't know, I said this Sunday too, I don't know if trend is the right word, but a pattern, whatever you want to call it, of shaming people that should, that, that really like maybe they need me given mercy, that, that we shame, that we judge, that we condemn, um, that we cancel. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even, I mean, this just talks about the depravity of, us as humanity is then we invite as many people as we can to kind of Jump join us yeah. in the shaming and the judging mm-hmm. and the condemning and the canceling, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think we have this difficulty giving someone in the, like the benefit of the doubt, much less giving someone actual mercy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, we can't even give a benefit of the doubt, like to even hear them out, much less actually bestow upon someone mm-hmm. mercy whom mm-hmm. mercy is, Un- unless you're the picked victim of said person mm. being canceled, and then you become a martyr. <laughs> okay, right. You know, yeah. It, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, <coughs> if you look at the. It's on everybody's social. If you look at the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, mm-hmm. right? It's like when originally I, mean, I try not to, but yeah, I know. But it was about. like originally Johnny Depp was the one that was being canceled. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And now everything that's coming. And Amber Heard was like the public victim of the whole thing. Sure. And now that stuff's come out, it's a complete 180, mm-hmm. where now Johnny Depp is put on a pedestal and like he can do no wrong. Yeah. And Amber Heard is like mm-hmm. the one being canceled. Can we just knock over all the pedestals and just not put anybody on any but, of them? But, and <laughs> but see, I know what you mean. And I see, that, that, because we do that with people, we put people uh-huh. on a pedestal. They're doomed to fail. They're doomed to fail. And then we're going to... And because we put people on pedestal and they're going to fail, we feel hurt when they fail. Mm-hmm. So so we just want to pile crap on them. Yeah. Because it makes us feel better because we put too much trust in you. <laughs> Which, I, this honestly, this goes back to a point I made in the message on Sunday was when we expect a human being to be able to fix something, uh, change something, uh, alter whatever, make it right... We, that is idolatry. Yep. That is idolatry. And we can we can use the term put someone on a pedestal. It's idolatry. That's putting uh, that, something up on that, some things for you to look at and focus on and praise. I, and, idols are usually on pedestals. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so there you go. Um, now, tell me if this just makes me a total sociopath. Okay. All right? Um, I think in some circumstances, um, in some circumstances, yeah, that... Uh, withholding mercy for a lot of, for some people it almost feels like some kind of justice Ooh. like like a victory like i have the power to give you mercy but i'm not gonna do it yeah so would, that make it, sense? would it be justice or giving the person that feels like they 
have been wronged some sort of power in the situation and then but it's not actually justice mm. it's just it gives them it's power it's, it's control power. it's yeah. control yeah i don't know but so so i'm not completely no crazy i, I would the, i would okay. think it's a power move yeah, and I think that's like, we go, okay, well, they messed up. They broke a promise. They broke a trust. They went too far. Whatever it is, they need to learn a lesson. I'm going to withhold mercy from them. Now, and it might be, like, I'm not saying that in every situation, because sometimes you're sure. just not where you can forgive them yet. Of course, right. You know, you're still dealing with things. Right. So I I'm not with, saying in that yeah, aspect. Well, right, and 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 we need to be even aware, like, we're mixing words here. We're mixing grace and forgiveness and mercy um, I would say that, um, and I didn't have something in my notes as far as like a definition of mercy, but like, I would think that, that we would want to say mercy is, um, it is an act that we, um, you know, carry out, um, you know, for, towards someone mm -hmm. who has, um, I guess wronged us, but, but then it's, it's really personal. I mean, you know, there, I guess there's kind of levels. You think about the mercy that God gives us. Mm -hmm. And then we think about relationships with people. Mm -hmm. Those are different kinds of mercy, but we're right. supposed to be, right. we're supposed to be a reflection. We're supposed to be mimicking. Uh -huh. So, so like forgiveness can be mercy, but mercy isn't always forgiveness. True. Right. Yeah. You can show someone mercy, but still be very, very hurt and, and, not willing to, you know, not able to, mm -hmm. um, go to that place of forgiveness and, yet. And or, I think I think that um, kind of what what you're just saying, us using words interchangeably, mm -hmm. where they where they have different meanings and stuff like that. And yeah. I think that kind of goes to where culture has kind of put us. It's kind of an all or nothing. Yeah, it's a it's a giant soup. Yeah, of, yeah. So it's like, and it either, does get confusing. Either you're bitter and you hate this person. Or it never happened. Yeah, or you totally love them, and and you, uh, yeah, and it just never even occurred. Exactly. Yeah. And and there's a lot of nuance in the middle of yeah. that. There's a lot of nuance in, um, you know, I would say that. Goodness gracious, you know, I think there's times even when, you know, maybe we're able to. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, of a really good example, but I definitely think there's times when someone could be shown mercy, but still the forgiveness has not occurred yet. Mm -hmm. um, or um, definitely you can show mercy and never have like reconciliation to the point of everything's fine. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, I think that depends on the, you know, the offense. Yeah. You know, what occurred, you know, there's sometimes you don't need the kind of reconciliation where, you know, if, if if someone's dealt with an abusive relation uh, situation, um, you could show mercy mm -hmm. um, to the abuser, but there's no, you don't need to reconcile that relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. Like, I, 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 uh, one thing that always pops in my head is like episodes of Law and Order where the mm -hmm. where the person dun, dun. where the person goes, I fall on the mercy of the court. Yeah, I've done wrong, but I really don't want the toughest mm -hmm. punishment that I could get for what I did. Right. You know, like. That's one of those things right. where he's not being forgiven for what he's done. He's still got to pay his debt to society for whatever it was. Consequences, yeah. But he's not. But the court is showing a bit of mercy because he, like, he is uh -huh. showing some what whether remorse, remorse or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like that is one thing that pops in my head. That's true, and in that regard, mercy doesn't mean a total, complete, clean slate. Now, 
God's mercy towards us does. Yes. <laughs> wow. And it came, it was at a cost, mm-hmm. the ultimate cost, and, and it wiped us clean. But it, it, exactly. It was the ultimate cost. It was the most expensive act of mercy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And in, I guess in, in God's instance, those, those are synonymous. I mean, they, you can't separate them. Yeah. But in his, in his dealing with us, they were all to the maximum degree. Yeah. As, as much forgiveness as possible, yes. He, he as cranked much all grace, three of them to yes, 11. Much, yeah, exactly. He turned it straight up. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, so going back to the idea of us withholding mercy is like that power move, like you were saying. Um, I do think there's a psychological component that comes into play there where I even, I even think our sense of worth, um, our pride for sure, um, and even sometimes maybe our own shame can cause even the kindest person to withhold mercy if even for a moment. Like it's, it's that power mm-hmm. control thing. Um, and in extreme cases, I think it, it, it really can, it is about power and just control over another, which can might make you feel good about yourselves in some weird way. Um, but that's when you really start to wade almost into like the narcissistic, you know, sociopathic realm, like yeah, I was yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, 100%. But on a spiritual level, if we're here, and let's just bring this down to, you know, a, a biblical phrase. On a spiritual level, if we're withholding mercy, if we're... We're busy looking for the specks and splinters in other people's eyes when we, you know, and, and we maybe we withhold that from another and we hold that over them so that we don't have to deal with the giant, you know, like railroad tie plank that's in our own eye. And and I will say uh, in the in the role that I have as pastor through the years and in counseling with people, and I'm not a counselor. Yeah. I took two whole classes in college. So that's, <laughs> I mean, in, in seminary, that's how much of my counseling um, I have, but, but you, you inevitably end up counseling people for a, a period of time. Um, and what I've noticed often is that um, when people are at this place of, of hurt and, and they're even at a point where they'll actually come and talk to a pastor about something. Yeah. Um, often, so often you see this diversion from, you know, wanting to address the problems with other people, um, instead of their own. And, and I will say that a lot of times, um, you know, when I end up talking with people, it's they're at a place of maybe their marriage is falling apart, right? Um, and maybe someone in that relationship has done something egregious in the marriage covenant, and then you go, okay, so now there's a this person's in a place to show mercy, yeah, and they're not, or they want to focus on a bunch of other stuff, and I just. <sighs> go back to that image I asked you all to hold on to, which is that image of a very tight fist around what God has given you, mm-hmm. which is mercy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's so difficult, Josh, because you, we start talking specifics and details. Um, we have reasons we have, um, you know, file cabin. We could have file cabinets full of evidence as to why we should be, hurt, angry, upset, feel wronged, whatever. Like this is the case that I have developed for why you should not be given mercy. Mm-hmm. And yet that's exactly what God has done for us. Yep, That's exactly what God's done for us. 
And I know we're painting this with such a wide brush right now because within that is there, there might need to be some, some spiritual healing that occurs, Mm -hmm. some psychological, um, healing and, you know, looking at what's going on, um, emotionally, relationally, all these things that need to transpire. But let's remember that God has shown us the, the, like you said, turn it up to 11. Yeah mercy in regard to us um and so i think you know i i will definitely i will shamefully admit that if i can you know that i've withheld mercy mercy there's no doubt about that um maybe sometimes unintentionally but i i know intentionally there's Mm -hmm. been times i've done that um and like i said shamefully i'll admit that if sometimes if we can get someone else to agree with us Mm. you know with our assertion you know like like I'm right in doing this, right? Like I'm justified in being, you know, in not showing mercy and being offended and not, you know, offering it back. Um, that can that can feel good for a little bit. That yeah. power trip, that mm-hmm. power we're talking about, which is just that is sin through and through. Well, and and it just causes it just causes that heart to harden just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that's exactly right. Because I think what happens, even if it feels kind of good for a moment. What usually happens pretty quickly is any satisfaction that we might find in withholding mercy, that it disappears to be resentment. replaced to like, yeah, anger, bitterness, resentment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what is that image? Friends, that's that fists clenched. Mm-hmm. That's physically, emotionally going, not giving you any, not going to do it, not going to do it. Um, and so now just speaking from personal experience like in those kinds of situations when when i when i have allowed the holy spirit (laughs) to have the moment Mm -hmm. to not receive offense or to not or you know or instead to focus on compassion or empathy or perspective um what i have found is that god's mercy is much more available for me to give Mm. yeah like it's not that I'm having to like find it. Like it's it's there. And there there have been some occasions in my life where where um I've I've done that and I'm not saying that like to I'm not patting myself on the back. I think that should be the norm. Mm-hmm. But there are some cases where I, I know that if I kinda laid out the details, some people might go, Wow, I can't believe you showed mercy. But it was, it's what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And unfortunately it's the rare, it, it makes it rare because we don't do it as much as we should. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Or even receptive uh-huh. because like people probably wouldn't even acknowledge it being mercy unless you like said, Hey, I'm going to show you mercy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's, sometimes I oh, think they it's just very blew it clear. Off. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's very clear that that's exactly what we're doing when we do show mercy. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's other times when, um, the other person might not even know that that's what they've been right. given. And it's but more about you. Does that make it any less, any less yeah. our responsibility to mm-hmm. show it? I think, I think that's the Ugh. point. Our, our dang pride gets in the way Every of all time. of us. It doesn't of all of this. Yeah. Because I mean we should show mercy. We should give it and we should show it as followers of Christ. We are held to a higher standard. Uh James chapter two, verse twelve, starting in verse twelve. So whatever you say or whatever you do, remember 
that this is hard. This is hard to hear. Remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. Oof. Mm. We need to show it. It's been given yeah. to us. Matthew chapter 5 or 7. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. So it's not, I mean, like, if you're merciful towards others, God will show you mercy. To give mercy is to understand the more, most what the most important truth of the gospel. <clears throat> and it's this. I am the one who has sinned. I am the one who has offended. I am the one who is disrespected. I am the one who has done these things. Mm. Which goes back to the song lyric. It starts out, I was hopeless. I knew I was lost. Death and darkness were my only songs. I needed someone to come rescue me. And mercy heard my plea. I mean, that's the mercy of God through Jesus Christ. And um, that that understanding that that we are the ones who have unbelievably, inexplicably <laughs> been shown God's mercy, who has every right to punish us, Josh, mm-hmm. every single yep. right to do that. And so when we give mercy, when we unclench our fists, it's actually liberating. It mm-hmm. actually can bring peace to us to give Mercy feels a whole lot like freedom. Mm. And I don't, you know, I just think about those who are, who are listening to this episode. And I would just say, if, if, as we've just said the word mercy over and over and over again, and you're thinking of a situation, a circumstance, a person, a relationship, that you know you've been withholding mercy from. I, I pray that God is using this to speak to you, to to help you, to because perhaps you've built a, a prison for yourself. You've built walls around yourself. Um, you've actually hurt other relationships and other circumstances because of the mercy you've not been willing to share with another. And I just I pray that that's something that you pray about. Um, and that you consider and that you look at these verses we've mentioned and you read that parable in Matthew 18 of the unmerciful servant. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's true that, that mercy feels a whole lot like freedom. Yeah, and and I was trying to figure out a way to ask, and I've a- answered the question before I asked it, because, you know, what would be perfect is if you could give us what um, giving mercy to someone looks like in every situation, but there's no way to do that. There isn't. So it's not like Mm-mm. you could give us the, the magic words to say mm-hmm. to actually let go, like give mercy, mm-hmm. or to even understand how to to show the mercy yeah. of God because mm-hmm. it, it's different and every person is different in every situation. So it's yep. so like for for us, to, we can't give you the magic script. Yeah, that say these words that loosens do these three steps loosens your grip on yeah. it. You, ha- I, you have to have that conversation with God. Yeah. I would say the very first step, the one thing I can say to do, is for you to be reminded of the mercy that's been shown to you. Mm-hmm. And then go from there. Yeah. <laughs> and read God's Word. Mm-hmm. Look at these scriptures we've shared. Look, consider these things. Um, because that, you know, so that we would be, 
acutely aware of those circumstances where we've withheld the very mercy that that we thank God for, that mm-hmm. we praise God for. Um, or that we take for granted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the the one of the final lines of the song, it's repeated a few times, but it ends up with, because um, that's what your mercy did for me. Um, and it's really just such a praise song. It's such a thank you song um, for us. And when you hear that and you and you think about that, that that we we have this opportunity to truly offer mercy and grace and forgiveness. There's those words together in our hearts, like to have that work in us to offer to those who have wronged us, who and and. And I say these words purposely, like, and may we seek reconciliation where it's possible. Because I know it's not always possible. Right. Might not always be safe. Right. <laughs> um, but that we can do that because that's what God's mercy has done for us. Mm-hmm. He has shown mercy to us. Um, he's done it um, so that we can be free. And, and then, as always, he's always like, I've done this in you, now I want you to do this for others. So it's that whole cyclical thing where he wants us to be people as Christians who are known for showing mercy, who mm-hmm. are known for being merciful, who have un- unclenched their fists. And as much as we have our hand open to receive from God, we have our hand open to give to others. That's really what this is about. Mm-hmm. So... So that's what I had to share with um, with everyone that I was going to do on Sunday and um, ended up shifting gears a little bit, talking more about grace. So I, I, I almost feel like this is a part two to Sunday. It, it, it is kind of, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like Star Wars, you wrote the sequel before you wrote the prequel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah. So I hope that's helpful for, for some of you um, to hear that and to and re- most importantly to look at scripture and um and then put it into practice because that's really mm-hmm. that's really the whole point of it all so um anything else we want to talk about or we uh, need to we just we need to talk about how we're going to one service in ah, june yes. and july yes um we're going to one ten thirty o'clock ten thirty o'clock ten thirty o'clock we'll see you there hey <laughs> 10:30 service on sundays yep. for june and july yep. doing that on purpose we figured if we're gonna do one service. Let's change the time for everybody. So it's kind of everyone has to kind of shift a little bit. Yep. Um, so a little bit later mm-hmm. little for bit the early group and a little bit, bit earlier for the. Yeah, that's how that works. That's how that works. <laughs> so, how, yeah. so, yeah, everything's going to 1030 uh, starting um, Sunday, June 5th so that, and yeah. all of June, all of July. Mm-hmm. And then we'll hit August running. And it's funny because when the first Sunday in August. It, we're not going to go back to two services. No, we're going to do We're going to have three services that day because it's going to be our Jesus is Life weekend. Yep. But let's not talk about August yet. No, I'm let's not there. Let's enjoy I'm not there yet. the end, the last day of May, the day we're recording, um, and then the months of June and July. Let's let's do that first. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of, we do have a lot going on. We have our vacation Bible school. We have great mission weeks planned. Yep, our middle school and high school, two different weeks, two different mission weeks. And if... And if you think that's the only three things we have planned for June and July, you're sorely mistaken. Yeah, right, right. We have so much stuff going on. Yeah. We, um, we're starting a new series uh, this week, The Parables yep. of mm-hmm. Jesus, or mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. can't remember. Yeah, yeah The Parables Jesus. of Jesus. Yeah. What did my um, graphics say? Yeah, right. 
Um, so yeah, we're going to spend the summer and we're looking at the different parables of Jesus. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm already working on a couple, um, trying to get a little bit ahead and work mm-hmm. on those. I'm working on mine. That's right. Good job. I'm looking forward to that, that Sunday and, and hearing you, uh, preach to the church. So that's going to be good. Um, I'll probably have three points just for my Baptist background. Yeah. Well, they all start with the same letter. I'm hoping so. Oh, great. Excellent. Excellent. Do you want us to bring the Christian flag out and put it in the corner? No, because that's worse than saying the American <laughs> flag, in my opinion. See, I'm telling you, this is another episode we got to do. I think, I think, because well, well, I know us three have really strong opinions about it. Oh, I know it. Kristen does, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I haven't really talked about it with her much, but I, but I know that it's, it's honestly worth talking about because yeah. it is biblical. Yeah. To not do that. Yeah. Well, she's she's um, she's quite libertarian as I am. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, she we kind of like we we just need to yeah. Let's just all. So, I'm I'm betting the week of July fourth that this is the topic <laughs> for the podcast. I like it. I like it. We'll just it. prep it now and we'll just drop like little hints about it each week as it, <laughs> yeah as we come to it. Yeah. Um. I feel like I'm really forgetting something, but um. I will say. Well, I'll mention it next week. But I'm going to annual conference this this uh this coming Sunday, and um. Yeah. Hopefully, every all the all the details of our disaffiliation from the United Methodist denomination will be tied up and, and finalized. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. And then we'll, and then you and the ministry board have been mm-hmm. working on all this mm-hmm. all this new stuff that's going to roll out after that mm-hmm. yeah so. we adopted and our i mentioned that we met last week we adopted um our bylaws mm-hmm. we had to update our bylaws and we adopted our faith and practice which is basically this is what we believe and this is how we're going to carry it out it's that whole doxy praxy the orthodoxy yeah, yeah, yeah. proxy um and so we adopted those and they will be um, probably we'll make them available in the next couple of weeks, um, but they will technically go into effect July 1. Yeah. So, um, but there's no reason why we can't go ahead and make those, those available. available online yeah. um, to our folks. So. Okay. Um, I think that's all. Yeah, sure. So, there's yeah. there's five other things we could probably mention, <laughs> but we'll get the, those next week. Nothing's we'll happening that's right. <laughs> this that's week. Right. That's right. All right, well, Porch Community, thanks as always for hanging there in there with us, and I hope you've been encouraged, and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon and talking to you again. Josh, thank you. See you, bye. See you, bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.